0: It's time for the Host Plus Cup Show. That's a plus. With Mark Braybrook. A very big welcome to the Host Plus Cup Show. My name's Drury Forbes, filling in for Mark Braybrook this week and a big show coming up. Only three rounds remaining in the Host Plus Cup 2022 regular season. Let's take a look at some of the results from round 17 of the Host Plus Cup. It was split over two weeks, of course. The Ipswich Jets going down to the Brisbane Tigers 32 points to 18. In John Buchanan's 100th win, he became the fifth Host Plus Cup coach to register 100 wins. The Blackhawks at home, they lost to the Northern Pride, 22 points to 10. North's, another away team, getting a victory, 30 points to 14. They defeated the South's Logan Magpies. The Mackay Cutters in a surprise upset. 34-16 34 to 16 in Mackay up against the Central Queensland Capras. Only the Capras' fifth loss of the season. The Redcliffe Dolphins, they are the hottest team in the competition, aren't they? They recorded their 10th straight match undefeated to equal a club record 28 points to 18. They defeated the Wynnum Manly Seagulls. Tweed and Burley, a 26 all draw at Piggabeen, and the Sunshine Coast Falcons with a comfortable victory over the PNG Hunters, 44 points to six as we now take a look at the host plus cup ladder with only three matches remaining for our teams. And the top four looks like this. The Burley Bears out in front by six points. They're on 29 competition points. The remainder of the top four, we've got the Sunshine Coast Falcons, the Central Queensland Capras, and the Redcliffe Dolphins. They're the big movers into the top four for the first time this season, replacing the Wintermanly Manly Seagulls, who dropped to fifth after that loss to the Dolphins. Norths are defending premiers in six on 20 points. Tweed Seagulls in seventh, and the Northern Pride there in that final 8th position. Now, outside the eight, looking in, you've got the Brisbane Tigers. They're right on the Prides and the Tweed Seagulls' tail. They're also on 19 points, rather, just separated by four and against in ninth position. The Townsville Blackhawks on 17 points, Mackay on 16 points, and that's where it ends in terms of mathematically making the finals. The PNG Hunters, Ipswich Jets and the South Slogan Magpies rounding out the Host Plus Cup ladder. So, plenty of movement. Uh, The big takeaway there, of course, the Redcliffe Dolphins into the top four and uh, really only six points uh, separating uh, that top four position uh, down to 11th place, Mackay. So that's how close it is at the moment. Ten wins really should ensure qualification. So all those teams down to Redcliffe are looking pretty safe in terms of making the finals. Redcliffe with the nine wins and two draws, essentially the, the ten wins, uh, they've notched up for the season. Um, so, yeah, really approaching the business end of the season, as we mentioned, Redcliffe equaled a club record in 10 straight weeks undefeated for them and uh, the rest of the teams in the comp, we could throw a blanket over at the moment. The, the upcoming round in the Host Plus Cup, round number 18, the PNG Hunters host the Townsville Blackhawks, the Brisbane Tigers at home to the Sunshine Coast Falcons, Ipswich Jets at home to win a Manly The Northern Pride taking on the Tweed Seagulls. The Burley Bears, they'll travel to Mackay to take on the Mackay Cutters. The Central Queensland Capras at home to North to defending champs. And the South Logan Magpies, they'll host the Redcliffe Dolphins at Home, So plenty to look forward to, as we mentioned, well and truly into the business end of the 2022 Host Plus Cup season. And to talk more about that, we're now joined by Dave Maiden, Major Competitions Manager at the Queensland Rugby League. Uh, Maido, great to have you with us once again. Afternoon, Drury. Afternoon, listeners. Yes, uh, plenty to talk about this week as we gear up towards finals of the Host Plus Cup 2022 season. But we will start with some very tragic news, uh, Mado. uh, The passing away of Michael Purcell. Um, Mate, what would you like to say about Purcell? Obviously, terrible, terrible news.
2: Oh, it is tragic. And, um, you know, we send our condolences to his family, friends and teammates. And and there'll be a lot of people around us. Around the state and and particularly southwest Queensland, uh, who are really feeling it, uh, you know, this week and and well into the future. Because uh, Percy he was a the kangaroo catcher, he was he was one of a kind, you know. He was uh, he was one of those one of those blokes and one of those footy players that that people paid money for to go and watch. He, you know, he played with a smile on his face. He he had uh, played with absolute joy, and he played with with. Pretty much free abandon, and, and, and you know, as a as a footy purist, that's what you want to see. And, and um, you know, he's a, he's a massive loss to the game and to his community because he was, you know, he was he was a he was a bit of a pioneer in terms of the pathway that he followed to to come from Charlo all the way through to to play in in the intra Super Cup it was at the time, and then the Host Plus Cup, and and also get a train and
0: trial with the Melbourne Storm. So um,
2: you know, the, the, the rugby league world is is, is a lesser place uh, for the, for his passing.
0: Indeed, well said, uh, Mado, of course. Uh, Michael Purcell, distinguished Host Plus Cup career with both the Ipswich Jets and the Brisbane Tigers. Now, Mado, looking at this season, 2022, have you ever seen a Host Plus Cup competition like this before with such an open race? We've got three rounds to play and all but three teams can still mathematically make the finals. We are going to include the Mackay Cutters in there just uh, and only two wins separating fifth all the way down to 11th position.
2: Well, about uh, usually after after country week, I pull out uh, Triple M, which is uh, Mato's Magic Matrix, and uh, try and work out who's going to make the finals and where they're going to sit and where we can put these televised matches. So um, I have absolutely no idea this year, and it's it's uh, I'm going to wait until the last round, I reckon, before I even try and pull that out. So <laughs> it is it is just a, 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 an absolute minefield, which is great for our competition. Um, and and great for the fans too because they don't know where they're going to fit and and everybody that is watching the game is is making sure that they um, you know they're, they're still on the edge of their seat and they're still in with a chance um, you know w- w- with even getting right up to the fourth you know so it's
3: mm.
0: it's a, it's a phenomenally close um, and and you know it's I'm looking forward to these last three weeks. Now, you did mention Country Week, Dave. Uh, Activate Queensland Country Week was just a a couple of weeks ago, a wonderful initiative. From a QRL's perspective, why is Country Week so important and how do you measure the success of something like Country Week?
2: Well, Country Week to us is is something we're very proud of. And, and, uh, you know, I have to say our clubs and and our players and, and the staff involved in them did an absolutely fantastic job this year. They really got in every club got involved they they became involved in the community they immersed themselves in the community the host venues were very active and and got involved as well and and really asked questions of our of our participants so that there was a, you know I, I i did say to the host venues there's there's no such thing as a stupid question if you if you never ask you'll never get it so so um you know they really opened their doors our 40 teams and, and um it was it was phenomenal i had the the benefits of watching up on on uh, Thursday Island and, and watching the Northern Pride and, and South Logan and Magpies get involved in all those communities up there and even to the outer islands and, and the way they conducted it, both teams, the way they conducted themselves and the way they, they presented our game and themselves and their club and our product, um, I couldn't be any prouder.
0: That Thursday Island game, uh, we had a couple of dogs running on the field in that one, didn't we? And uh, just great to see Country Week, uh, the game taken out to those communities. You know, you see the players on the field at half time, the kids kicking the ball around. Everyone wants to kick that match-winning field goal, don't they, Mateo? It's a great initiative.
2: <laughs> yeah, look, it is. And it, and it, and that's what we say. It's, it, there's not meant to be any separation with that. It's get involved, get close, get up close and personal. Make sure that you impart your knowledge and make sure you, you give an opportunity to inspire the next generation because that's where they're coming from. Uh, they come from regional Queensland, they come from all over the place. So so uh, give those kids uh, a taste of, of what they could get to and what they should aspire to, and, and uh, that's exactly what our clubs did.
0: Now, uh, my understanding is uh, you've just announced the grand final date for this year for the Host Plus Cup?
2: <laughs> uh, yes, we have. Um, <laughs> it was sort of forced upon us with regards to that, so... Um, Our grand final date will now be on the Saturday, uh, the Saturday, the 24th of September. Um, Now, there'll be a whole heap of things happening with regards to that, but in order to televise our match, uh, we had to move from Sunday to Saturday because all the NRL semifinals, all the NRL W semifinals, they're all on on Sunday, as well as the uh, Prime Minister's 13 uh, at at Suncorp Stadium, we believe. So, on the Sunday. So, um, you know, in order to make sure that we highlight our... Our competition, the best possible height and to get it onto our broader audience, uh, we will be will be uh, on uh, Channel Nine um, on the Saturday, the twenty fourth of September, and the kickoff will probably be around about three or forty five. So get in now; it'll be a great day. There's going to be some some rise programs happening, and and we'll have our thirteens, fourteens, and fifteen, sixteens boys and girls playing on the outer fields out there at Redcliffe, and it's going to be a phenomenal celebration of rugby league and. And we're, we're, I believe the, the tickets will go on sale for Monday.
0: So there you go. The grand final date announced the Host Plus Cup 2022 grand final, Saturday, September 24th at Morton Daly Stadium. Now, uh, theres uh, we're just going to have a chat about some of the coaches, uh, Mado, as well. We've got a couple of head coach uh, announcements in the past couple of weeks. Uh, of course, Norths uh, losing Rowan Smith, their premiership winning coach earlier in the season. He went off to coach the Leeds, Leeds Rhinos in the English Super League in a head coaching capacity. Norths have just announced Mackay coach David Elliott as their coach from next season onwards. And the winner Manly Seagulls, of course, Adam Brydson is stepping down as coach. Matthew Head comes in uh, for him. Uh, what, What do you make of those head coach appointments, Mado? And I understand as well, Brisbane Tigers are still searching for their head coach for next season.
2: Yeah, that's right. Um, well, it, you know, it's, it's a great opportunity, and 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 you know, we we obviously see ourselves as a transitional and aspirational competition. So that involves coaches, coaches and staff. And and I know for us in the statewide competitions, team we have a KPI to make sure that we provide the framework that that uh, sees the uh, recruitment of thirty plus um, players, staff, whoever that may be, to NSOs and to NRLs and and to a further further competition. So. We want to make sure we lay the platform that puts our, our participants in the, the best light and displays their talents so that they're recruited out of this competition. And that's exactly what uh, we intend to do again. And, and through the coaches, we've been able to do that. So, um, you know, there's there's some phenomenal movement there. We've got some, you know, Matthew Head has a, has a really good uh, resume and, and has been involved in some NRL teams systems for a long time. So it bring some great experience there. You know, Adam Brodson has been a significant contributor to our game for a lot of years. Um, and and we wish him well in his next venture. It's uh, it's a tough gig coaching and it burns you out eventually, so uh, you know, he's been here for five, six years, so that's a tremendous effort with regards to that. So, um, you know, Dave Elliott, he's he's produced some good results up there in in Mackay, in fact they beat the second place captains last weekend and and he's now moving, uh, I think he's originally from Brisbane, so him and his family are coming back down this way and and he'll add to that, uh, you know, the professionalism at North and continue that on, the the, the legacy that Roland Smith left, so you yeah, know, we have got some movements with Mackay and and uh, the Tigers. John Buchanan another significant contributor tri- 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 to our game. Um, you know, over a long period of time, um, you know they, they've they've done an immense job to promote the game of rugby league at our level, and and we wish them all the best in the future. And, and are looking forward to seeing who they appoint.
0: And Dave, just on that uh, for listeners um, tuning in. What influence does the QRL have on on coach appointments in the Host Plus Cup? Um, I I, I asked specifically for the Brisbane Tigers, I suppose, uh, as being the one that's still vacant.
2: Yeah, look, we uh, we we'll, we'll obviously advertise. We have no influence on that in terms of um, uh, who who they appoint. Um, you know, sure. but we obviously want high profile coaches um, that that bring uh, quality to our competition. Or, as I said before, all we can do is provide the framework so that so that quality coaches have faith in coming into our system and know they'll be supported, and know they'll be looked after, and know there's some consistency in terms of delivery and administration. That's what mm. we can do to 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 uh, to promote um, the highest profile coaches we can possibly get, or by the same token, allowing an opportunity for an untried coach to come through the system and and um, um, show what they're capable of, and and with a view to, to getting to the NRL system. So. Um, we'll, we'll put the support in place um, and, and we just know that they're coming into a good system that will be consistently uh, supported for, for the full season.
0: Now, Mado, question for you, and you're not allowed to answer with the Central Queensland Capras because they've had an outstanding season. But aside from the Capras, which team has been the biggest surprise uh, for you with three rounds to play in the regular season this year?
2: That's a tough question because there is only one answer this year, and that is the Central Queensland Capers. Their their improvement, I don't know what you said around that, <laughs> but their their improvement and their consistency is exactly what our competition should be about. They've had no NRL support um, in terms of, of, of uh, players. They've done it all with local-based players. They've done it all with local-based um, administration and, and coaching staff. And, and so that, that improvement from, from basically... You know, wooden spooners, uh, perennial, you know, down the bottom of the table to up there where they are, that is a great highlight of our season. So I've got to say that because it can't be anything else um, for this season. But, you know, I, I'm pleased in the fact that it is so close. Um, you, you know, the, the, our competition, is, they're still open. There's still spots open. People are still fighting for home semifinals and, and the capacity to, to get there. The fact that that goes right down to 10 uh, ten and eleven. you eleven—you know—that's what I'm pleased about because that's that produces an evenness in your competition. That um, you, you know that produces produces quality at the back end. So every week, if every week's tough, you get you get quality rugby league out of that, and that's what we're after.
0: Well, thank you very much, uh, Dave Mado, for your time here on the Host Plus Cup Show. Of course, don't forget that grand final has just been announced, Saturday, September 24. Tickets on sale Monday. And, and Mado, how can people buy tickets?
2: I believe they'll start to the sail on Monday, so keep an eye on com and, and uh, all the ticketing platforms with regard to that. Uh, get in early. It's going to be a full house out there. It's going to be a great day on the Saturday, and uh, we're really looking forward to, to seeing um, our, our competition showcased and our best up-and-coming through the 17-city the country, male and female. That's the the, the best in the, in the state in terms of what we, we're going to put on show there before those games. It's a phenomenal weekend. It's a great day out there. Um, and we're
0: encouraging the people as we can to get out there. Dave Maiden, Major Competitions Manager at the QRL, thanks very much for your time. Thanks, Drew. Talk to you soon. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back shortly. More of the Host Plus Cup Show here on SEN coming right up.
1: We're back. It's the Host Plus Cup Show on SEN. Host Plus, an industry super fun for all Australians.
0: Yes, welcome back to the Host Plus Cup show. Drury Forbes filling in for Mark Braybrook. And we're now joined on the line by Redcliffe Dolphins head coach, Scott Murray. Uh, Scott, thanks for joining us.
1: No worries, Drury. Thanks for having me.
0: Mate, always a pleasure. Now, how are you finding coaching, uh, Scott? Because I must say, from the outside looking in, you're making it look rather easy at the moment. Uh, Yeah, well,
1: I'm, I'm certainly enjoying it at the moment. We we had a tough start tough, a tough start to the season there um, which uh which yeah you're probably a little bit different mindset then but uh but certainly no, it's um it's it's
0: going along really well for us at the moment and are enjoying it immensely. of course your first year as dolphins head coach big win on the weekend in the battle of the bayside over the winner manly seagulls you're now in the top 4 how are you feeling about this redcliffe dolphins team at the moment and and what's possible in season 2022
1: uh well we're playing with a lot of confidence so um you know when you you string a few wins together that that certainly makes a difference and and obviously the the win on the weekend against a really tough winham team um who are always up there um you know we certainly was there were some some good parts of uh of the game that we we took out of it but there's certainly some areas to improve and i think that's probably the big thing for us too is understanding that, that there's still a lot of areas that we can get better at and we'll need to get better at uh, towards the back end of the season and, and hopefully leading
0: into the semifinals for sure. Now, the Redcliffe Dolphins, Scott, just to put this remarkable run of games into perspective, of course, it's a 10-game unbeaten streak, which is uh, equaling a club record for the Redcliffe Dolphins, but you're as low as 13th on the ladder after the first month of football, and now you're in the top four, as we said, undefeated in the last 10. So what do you credit as the reason uh, for your outstanding form of late?
1: Oh well, it's, it's been a lot of hard work, Jury. To be honest with you, mate. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we we identified some some areas in you know the start of the competition that perhaps you know we we wanted to be better at and we we wanted to win games, but but we just weren't doing it. So um, as soon as we identified that and and put it into in the practice and and it was just it was also just a matter of we, we we were looking for that that one win that was that was going to get us going and we sort of we never panicked at any stage and. And we're confident that we had the team and, uh, and the ability to do it. It was just a matter of let's, uh, let, let's really work hard and uh, off the field. And then hopefully that'll, that'll transfer to, uh, to winning some games of footy. And yeah, we, we've, we've kept routine. We've, we're trying to keep it as, as, uh, as similar as possible each week and, mm-hmm. um, and, and identify certainly areas that, that we need to improve on. Um yeah, so there's been no magic to it, but uh, it's been a lot of hard work to, to get us into this position.
0: Yeah, all the more remarkable this 10-game unbeaten streak, Scott, uh, considering that the Redcliffe Dolphins this year have utilised over 40 players already, which is right up there in terms of the most players used by any club in the Host Plus Cup this year. Um, let's talk about some of uh, your standout players this year, Scott. Um, I'd love to get your thoughts on on where they're at and their progress. We'll start with Lachlan Tim because he's been one of your best forwards all year, and uh, I understand he's uh, just dealing with an injury at the moment.
1: Yeah, um, T- Tim's he's uh, been out uh, for a couple of weeks there. He he uh, he broke his his uh, his hand um, just at the top of his knuckle there a couple of weeks ago. I think it might have been in the North game. So uh, he he got some surgery uh, and is uh, is rehabbing it and progressing really well where we think uh, he'll be back on the field in a couple of weeks. Uh, so he's, uh, he's had a, a terrific season for us so we're really looking forward to having him back and um, he'll be fresh and ready to go by the time he returns.
0: And what about the emergence of Valence Tavare uh, originally from a rugby union uh, background? Uh, he was on the bench uh, on the weekend, you had some big ins but uh, just, just tell the, the listeners a, a bit about him if you can Scott.
1: Yeah, Valance is uh it's a great story with, with Val. Um he's he's played all his uh all his footy in rugby union over there in New Zealand and um and the uh the NRL Dolphins uh, recruiting staff, Peter O'Sullivan, uh picked him up and identified him and uh, so he's he's signed for the NRL Dolphins there for, for definitely uh, for next year, I'm not too sure on the duration of the contract. But um, yeah, so they, they brought him over for, for this year to, to get him acclimatized to rugby league. And uh, when he f- sort of first came to us, he was, he was certainly physically underdone. He's a big, he's a big guy, um, big powerful fella. And he just—I uh, I, guess—he had sort of really no idea on, on rugby league. It's, it's an interesting one. You sort of, he sort of—he just uh, even the little things that uh, that you take for granted with rugby league, he sort of had no idea on it, playing the ball and stuff like that. So. We uh, we had to we had to scale it right back for Val, and it, it took him a while. And, and to his credit, he worked really hard, and you could definitely see there's some talent there. And it was just a matter of him being in the, the physical condition to be able to play the game, first of all, but also an appreciation of the game too. Like with mm-hmm. uh, with going from Union to League, he um, sort of didn't know what he was he was in for. So uh, yeah, he's he's coming along really well. Uh, we put him on the bench. It was probably because um, the place we had back Mm. uh coming back from the Warriors it was just but I I really thought it was important that we found a place for him in the team
0: yeah yeah uh
1: and you know he'll he'll play an important role for us moving forward
0: yeah it's tough to leave guys like Viliami Violi and Rocco Berry uh out of the starting uh center pairing so uh (laughs) completely understandable uh great game from your outside backs on the weekend Scott said too had a great game Trey Fuller He's back and firing on all cylinders. Just want to talk about Cameron Cullen uh, for a moment, Scott. Uh, of course, he's had that complicated neck injury. Uh, what's the latest on Cameron Cullen? Is there a chance he returns in time for finals?
1: Uh, yeah, there is. It's uh, it's sort of a, it's a week by week thing at the moment with Cullen. Um, We're sort of almost we got halfway through the season there, and uh, and then he, there was a bit of arm and an about whether he gets some neck surgery done, and he, he got the surgery done and. Um, and he's come back really well it's probably surprised everyone including himself but he's worked really hard to to get himself close to playing footy um, that maybe this weekend we're, we're not a hundred percent sure um, it's we'll we'll uh, we'll put him back through our our feeder system with with the BRL to, to begin with and then you know see how he's how he's progressing in his physical uh, makeup but also mentally as well so um, He's great to have around. We love having Carlo. He's uh, he's got a lot of experience. So if he if he's able to to get through the next couple of weeks, uh, then who knows?
0: He he certainly could play a part in the semis. Will he retain the captaincy if he comes back into the host plus cup side? Uh,
1: yeah, that's that, that's a possibility, mate. You know, like he's uh, he's our club captain to start with. Um, we've been really fortunate with to have a number of experienced players there, and, and Sheldon Pitama has done a great job as captain for us for, for the majority of the year. So, well, you know, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Um, I don't want to put any more pressure on Colo. It's just a matter of him getting out there and playing some
0: footy. Absolutely. Now, uh, just uh, an interesting uh, a dynamic to your final surge in, in 2022, the Redcliffe Dolphins. Now, do you expect to have Warriors players available for the Host Plus Cup finals? I ask that given... That the Warriors season will come to an end at the conclusion of the NRL regular season. And of course, there's no ties to the Redcliffe Dolphins host plus cup season post 2022 for the Warriors. So do you expect to have those Warriors guys available for host plus cup finals? And, and just to add an extra spanner in the works, because a guy like Dejan Arcee, who had a fantastic game on the weekend, you know, you, you may have had him, uh, you know, uh, potentially partnering Cullen in, in the halves. So, yeah, what happens to those Warriors players?
1: Yeah, uh um, jury that's the plan mate. Uh you know that's um nothing's changed there. Um obviously, you know, we've you know they they will they will probably finish there at the at the back end of their, their season, but but I know that uh but if they've qualified uh to play in the the host plus then yeah, they're available for selection as far as uh, as far as we know. We've had a couple of conversations regarding that and that's that's the plan. Um you know, so we've They've been awesome for us, mate. They've they've been really good. Uh, those players that have come back and they're bought into what we're what we've been doing as a team. And um, it's often a challenge for when they do come back and trying to get the best out of them. But um, you know they've been really good for us.
0: Now the Redcliffe Dolphins the most successful club in Host Plus Cup history, I believe, with six premierships since '96. Does that come with any additional pressure in your first year as head coach?
1: Oh, no, I haven't haven't thought about that mate to be honest I I always like I've been um coaching here at the club for you know about 5 or 6 years so I, I know the expectations that that come with just uh coaching the club um whether that's at Colts level or or cup level so um yeah it's it's not something that I'm continually thinking about it it's I know it's there um and that's a great thing you know it doesn't matter where we're positioned or who we've got in the team there's an expectation that when we play is that, uh, you know, we, we, we're certainly doing our best and, um, and we, we ex- expect success, which is what you want uh, in any organisation.
0: Now, this next question, I'm sure all those diehard Redcliffe Dolphins fans out there would love to know the answer to, but how much have you had to do with Wayne Bennett uh, considering the unique circumstances uh, with the Redcliffe Dolphins having NRL side next year?
1: Uh, yeah, a little bit with Wayne. Um, you know, he's been really good with his time. Um, whether uh, certainly in uh, the start of the year in the off season, he was uh, floating around training, and um, he's been pretty busy with uh, with the whole NRL side of it at the moment. But um, I've been lucky enough to sort of to catch up and have uh, have some really uh, good conversations about coaching um, and and also the position our teams in and, and what you know what what we really need to to concentrate on. Um, leading into the semi-finals because he's well, he's done it a few times, <laughs> um, you know. So it's uh, I'd be crazy not to, to utilize his experience and, um, and and just give some give me some ideas as we get a little bit
0: closer to uh, the business
1: end of the season.
0: Just finally, Scott, uh, how far can this Redcliffe Dolphins team go in twenty twenty two?
1: Well. We're shown that we can certainly mix it against with the with the better teams, um, and I'm really looking forward to the next three weeks. Uh, there's some areas that, that we need to be better at with uh, with moving forward, and, and if we're going to uh, you know going to be holding the Premiership at the end of the year, which would be a great thing to do at Dolphin Stadium, uh, then you know we're we're going to have to keep improving. We're happy with where we're at, but but understand that there's a, there's still a few bit uh, few bit of work to do yet.
0: Well, Scott, thank you very much for your time. Uh, we appreciate it. We know you're a bit of a regular here on the Host Plus Cup Show, and uh, once again, great to have you with us.
1: No worries, thanks, mate.
0: Bye. Thanks, Scott. There you have it, folks. Scott Murray, head coach of the Redcliffe Dolphins. Uh, plenty more to come on the Host Plus Cup Show. We'll be back after this short break.
1: We're back. It's the Host Plus Cup Show on SEN. Host Plus, an industry super fun for all Australians.
0: You're listening to the Host Plus Cup Show. Tremendous to have you with us, Drury Forbes, filling in for Mark Braybrook this week, as now we welcome Wynnum Manly Seagulls head coach Adam Brideson. Uh, Brido has been coaching the Seagulls since 2017, six years if you include the 2020 season, uh, two grand final appearance in appearances in five full seasons, almost a one-in-two strike rate of make it to the big dance. Uh, Bryddo, thanks for joining us. Yeah, no worries at all. Thanks for having me. Now, a uh, tough loss at Redcliffe over the weekend. You drop out of the top four, currently sitting in fifth. Uh, what's the feeling within the camp at the moment? What was uh, some of the dialogue uh, post-game uh, wrapping up the weekend just gone?
3: Oh, Obviously very disappointed in the weekend. We just didn't um, defend the way that we needed to defend. And uh, Redcliffe came nice and hard there, and we ultimately just weren't good enough, to be fair. And um, Yeah, they uh, had a little bit more desperation than we were willing to do on the weekend. So obviously still really confident in regards to what we can achieve during the year, but we certainly had a bit of a bump in the road there on the weekend. It's something we need to fix uh,
0: pretty quickly. Is it just me, or have you had a lot more player turnover this season uh, in comparison to last season?
3: Yeah, we have. And we've been fortunate enough. A lot of those boys have pushed through and got NR opportunities with NRL clubs, which is um, all part of the plus Cup, and it's a fantastic pathway for those guys, but just means that we've obviously had a turnover there, but um, we've still got a really strong and uh, quality squad and um, I still think we've got the opportunity to go really deep into the season um, if we can start working hard for each other and put it together.
0: Is the belief there uh, within the players as well?
3: Yeah, it certainly is. We've still got a really experienced squad there. Sammy Scarlett and Love Henry and Maxie Elliott and Aaron Rocklin, a core group of blokes who have been there for a long time, are obviously still part of the squad and they certainly know what it takes to win and um, like I said, we had hiccup there on the weekend, but hopefully we can uh, learn from it and it can be a stepping stone to launch into the
0: last seven or eight rounds uh, weeks of the competition. You mentioned some of those players. You've got some real mainstays uh, at the Wintermanly Seagulls Club, don't you? Max Elliott, Aaron Rockley, Deloise Hoyter, Machu Love Henry, T.C. Rebuddy. How about Kalalo Saitau? What a story uh, that is, Brido. He came over, what, nine or ten years ago from New Zealand You've really taken him in under your wing and uh, he's, he's become a real cult figure there at Winter Manly. And, of course, how can we forget Captain Courageous, uh, Sam Scarlett, uh, as well? Uh, he is just a pillar of strength every single week. Uh, can we just get some updates on a couple of plays? We, we might just start with a couple of recent retirements, Uh, Brido. uh Luke Bateman and David Mead, did you see those coming and uh, how has that impacted the dynamics of the team?
3: Yeah, no, they actually caught us a bit on the hop there. Bredo's obviously... Um, struggled with that knee for a while now and we've tried to manage it for a large portion of the season but just got to the point, mate, where he just he, he just couldn't get it right. He couldn't get himself out there in the trainer paddock during during the week and he just didn't think it was the right thing to do by, by the club to keep battling on and ultimately couldn't put in his best effort on, on the weekend. So unfortunately, um, we had to like retire him during the season and, yeah, he was one as well. He obviously got himself through that test... Um, game and he's had a fantastic career and has been a fantastic person around our club and done wonders for the young boys coming through but ultimately he just decided that um, he'd had enough as well so yeah, probably did catch catch us on the hop there a little bit but both those guys have had fantastic careers and deserve to finish on the way that they wanted to finish on and um, we wish them all the best in uh, their life post footy
0: Indeed. Uh, yeah, Particularly uh, Luke Bateman, he was having an outstanding season, wasn't he? Uh, Also, plenty of Seagulls uh, debuting for the Broncos this year, which is a credit to you, uh, Adam, as coach. We've seen the emergence of Zach Hosking, Dean Mariner, Tristan Hope, Bailey Hartwig, and Max Plath as some of the others. Uh, They haven't uh, all had a go for the Broncos, but certainly Hosking and Mariner have. It feels like the club is in a good place at the moment. How do you see it?
3: Yeah, it certainly is, and it's uh, it's super exciting for blokes like Bell obviously to Delaware Hoyt is another one that's come through and got to play for Brisbane again this year, which is fantastic. And Hosco made the move up from um, Newcastle and fitted in really well during the pre season, um, worked, worked his butt off there. And um, obviously, TC breaking his arm in the, uh, in, in the clash and against Norse, giving uh, Hosco an opportunity to play first grade. And he's obviously grabbed that with both hands and did a, uh, a great job in the couple of games that he was fortunate enough to play. And, Dino, uh, yet again, super talented, exciting young bloke who was um, part of the Broncos system and has come back to play for us and um, lit the competition up in the first few weeks and then got a, uh, an injury but worked really hard to get himself back on the park and he's uh, a super impressive young guy who's willing to work really hard and um, obviously hasn't got the results of a couple of games he's played in first grade but certainly held his hands up there and I'm sure he'll have a long future in uh, first grade
0: what's the latest on the Farr brothers we haven't seen a lot of them this season can we expect them to feature perhaps uh, at the back end of the year and what's going on with the Farr brothers at the moment
3: yeah so Tommy uh, come off a bit of an injury there with a hamstring has been badly come back to last week and did a really good job there in uh, in the Brisbane rugby league and um, with Tamari coming back it was a really hard story actually Benny Farr's been in really good form for us his last three weeks have been um, absolutely outstanding in the cup and um, obviously, with the Phil with Brisbane, Tamari Martin comes back, who obviously has done a fantastic job in first grade. It's one of those hard hard stories with the progression through. So, T come back into our side, which means Benny went back into the Colts side in the weekend and was a standout there and proved that he was uh, certainly better than Colts level footy. So, Benny will uh, play a huge part in the back end of our season and uh, hopefully Tommy can get back on the park and play some good footy and hopefully he can figure in the back end as well, mate.
0: And who are some of the uh, other more promising juniors coming through the winner Manly ranks for fans to look out for?
3: Yeah, there's obviously some exciting ones. We were able to debut uh, Shawnee Packer against uh, Mackay Cutters a few weeks ago. He's a young dummy half, but did a fantastic job there. He was part of the Queensland under-19 squad. He didn't get a game, but he was part of that squad and did a really good job. Um, a couple of young halves there in Blaketon, Moorcast, Scali do a really good job. They're only 18, turned to 19 this year, so obviously a little bit still to do there, but um, great progression. And another one's young John Waddell. He's had some horrific injuries this year, broke his scapula, and hopefully he's back this week in our Colts side. And he'll be pushing really hard to um, debut in Queensland Cup this year, if
0: not certainly next year. Of course, such is the nature of the Host Plus Cup. You know, you do lose uh, some of those juniors as well. We haven't even mentioned Harrison Graham uh who's uh who's who's a winner manly junior of course he's signed for the dolphins in the nrl next season brido a question for you mate uh on behalf of all the Winner Manley manly seagulls fans i'm sure they'd like to, to know the answer to this one but why retirement oh mate it's just one of those things i'm obviously still working
3: uh construction on money parts on that winter, which was my choice i think winham have done a great job looking after me there but it's just uh, my kids are about to go into high school and um, it's obviously long hours in the construction and then obviously to do the job properly at Winham there's long hours there as well and I just thought I'd, it was time for me to give it away and spend 12 months 24 months with my family and um, my kids going into high school and going to junior sport and doing all those bits and pieces that I've uh, missed out on over the last few years and something that was obviously a tough decision I, I love doing what I do but it was it was the right one for me to spend a bit more time with my family.
0: Well, I'm sure you'll be sorely missed, uh, Brido. Um, mate, for you, uh, what makes Winner Manly such a special club in your eyes? Oh, it's just a different beast
3: in regards to the community and the uh, camaraderie around the group. Like, it's uh, the, the spirit that the players play with and obviously the support that we get from the local community and all, all the fans is second to none. Like, it's a fantastic experience for the players to get themselves on Cougar on a Sunday afternoon with a chook pen full and, Banging on the side, it's something that uh, no other cup team has in the comp, and something that we're proud of. And um, all all the boys really um,
0: cherish, to get, like getting a run out on Cougar Eye or winning Manly. Indeed, indeed. you think you'll get down to a few games next season? <laughs> I hope to, mate. I hope to. I'll, probably, I'll probably be there too much, so no, that'll be good fun. I'm hoping to get down there and spend a bit of time. Indeed, indeed. Well, uh, look uh, for those who. Who uh, who do believe in in fairy tale endings? Uh, you know, could it be third time lucky for you, Adam? You, you, it'd be your third grand final uh, during your tenure if Winter Manly uh, make it uh, this season. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure to work with you, Adam, uh, throughout the last couple of seasons. And uh, yeah, we wish you all the very best. Thanks for joining us on the Host Plus Cup Show. We're going to take a short break now. Plenty more to come on the Host Plus Cup Show. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back shortly.
1: We're back. It's the Host Plus Cup Show on SEN. Host Plus, an industry super fun for all Australians.
0: Welcome back to the Host Plus Cup Show. Drury Forbes filling in for Mark Braybrook. Round eighteen this weekend in the Host Plus Cup. Plenty of important matches with potential ramifications for finals positions. The round kicks off with the PNG Hunters at home to the Townsville Blackhawks. The Brisbane Tigers. They need to keep winning, don't they? They're taking on a top four side at home in the Sunshine Coast Falcons. The Ipswich Jets, they're desperate for a win. They take on Winner Manly Seagulls, uh, North North Ipswich Reserve. We've got the Northern Pride at home taking on the Tweed Seagulls in SEN's Game of the Week, that one from 5.30 p.m. Eastern time on SENQ 693. You won't want to miss that one. The Tweed Seagulls and the Northern Pride both battling for a top eight position themselves. So that one really is a must win for both sides. The Northern Pride taking on the Tweed Seagulls. The Cutters are at home to the high-flying Burley Bears. The Central Queensland Capras, well, they're smarting uh, from a loss, a rare loss for them this season. They only won one game all last season. And this season already they've already won 10 and the, uh, the Capras, rather, they'll take on Norths up there in Rockhampton. And to round out round 18, we've got the Souths Logan Magpies hosting the red-hot Redcliffe dolphins. So uh, that round 18 of the Host Plus Cup, of course, once again, you'll catch our game of the week, the Northern Pride taking on the Tweed Seagulls from 5.30pm Eastern on Saturday afternoon on SENQ 693. Well, once again, it's been wonderful to have you with us on the Host Plus Cup show, wherever you're listening. Uh, Plenty to look forward to with the Host Plus Cup. Don't forget uh, that grand final date, Saturday, September 24th. Tickets on sale from Monday. Make sure you check out the qrl.com.au website for tickets for the 2022 Host Plus Cup Grand Final Saturday, September 24th. My name's Drury Forbes. It's been great to have you with us. Until next time on the Host Plus Cup show, it's bye for now.
1: Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know.